Trigger warning, the Resilience Project provides an open space for people to share their personal experiences. Some content in this podcast may include topics that you may find difficult. The listener's discretion is advised. Hello, friends. Welcome to Radical Resilience, a weekly show where I, Blair Kaplan Venables, have inspirational conversations with people who have survived life's most challenging times. We all have the ability to be resilient and bounce forward from a difficult experience. And these conversations prove just that. Get ready to dive into these life-changing moments while strengthening your resilience muscle and getting raw and real. Welcome back to another episode of Radical Resilience. It's me, Blair Kaplan-Venables, and I'm here today with my sister. We just spent a week together, 24-7. Actually, I think it was a bit longer than a week, because Grief Week actually, I think, was more like Grief Week plus one. Anyways, we're back from Palm Springs from the first annual Grief Week. Just a reminder, Grief Week was the um, anniversary of our father passing on the 18th of February. Our mother passed on the 23rd of February. We decided let's always be together over those two dates and let's be some more warm, like where we were was supposed to be warm. And so we chose to rent a house and be in Palm Springs. So we are going to do a recap about how our week went. Alana and I traveled separately to meet together and (laughs) it was quite an adventure. It wasn't your typical just lying by the pool vacation. It was full of rest and adventure. So Alana, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Excited to be here. (laughs) So let's talk Um, about the vacation because you you got to Palm Springs before us. Maybe we should start with like the house rental. (laughs) Yeah, the house rental was an experience. Um, Airbnb isn't something that we are new to. I think we've been using it since it started whenever that was. Um, we've used it. This would be our third time using it for Palm Springs, and we've had very different experiences each time. Um, this time was a little difficult. If um, we're going to be honest here, um, the owners of this house, I think, were very protective, in particular, about their rental. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. They were very particular. And before we went, so we planned this photo shoot that we'll talk about in a bit. And we thought it'd be really nice to have hair and makeup. And we invited them to the house. And in the 20 pages of instructions, it said only registered guests are allowed in the house. So I was like, okay, I'll let them know I can register the hair and makeup person. Um, And so I messaged the owners and they immediately got their guard up and said no that they did not feel comfortable having these people in the home they've had bad experiences before um i think one of the things they said was that they were worried about hair in the drain which i mean it was just us two and it's only our hair in the drain anyway and our hair was in the drain because i shed a lot so anyways <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was it came to the point where they like offered us to cancel the airbnb and we were like no we'll just go somewhere else to get but we probably in hindsight (laughs) we probably should have canceled it so that was the experience going in i mean i had lovely conversations on the phone with the owners and you can tell they care a lot about this place 
I just want to say though, if you are risking having an Airbnb, know that there are risks and that like not everything is going to be perfect. Um, I would say we are typically really good Airbnb guests. I would wonder if they would disagree with that, but we'll talk about that later on. <laughs> and we paid a lot of money to have the pool heated. I think more than market value, if I'm going to be honest, after I did some some looking around after. So like Alana's, Alana's not saying the price. We, we paid over $1,000 extra to heat the pool. Where other houses were offering like $400 to do that. Um, I mean, I love the pool. I love swimming. I like, it was either that or we don't go in the pool, but a thousand dollars is a lot. Ooh, should we talk about your first day experience in the pool before you came to get me? We should. Yes. So on the very first day I got there very early and was so excited to go in the water. It wasn't even hot out. I think it was like 15 or 16 degrees Celsius. Um, but the sun was out. I got to the house, immediately put my bathing suit on and went in the water and was on my phone scrolling and ticking about on TikTok as I do. And keep this in mind because that set the scene for the rest of my trip. Um, because then after I got out of the water, I showered, I went to do my errands to get food at Trader Joe's and Target and then picked up Blair. And then when we went back to Target, I said to Blair, is it raining outside? Because I felt what felt like raindrops on my hands, which I've never felt before. It wasn't the typical like, oh, my hands are asleep. My clothes are asleep. Like it literally felt like it was raining on my hands. And I kept touching my hands being like, why is there no water? So that was my first day. I know Blair also had a very interesting first day and I'll let her share that now. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> uh, first of all, our mother was a dental hygienist. Teeth are very important to our family. In fact, like till the day she died, she was flossing. And so I only have a couple cavities. I've never had braces. I have pretty good dental like hygiene, I think. <laughs> Anyways, I was eating a wine gum and I like wine gums, but I only buy them on special occasions because I try to eat healthy. And this was a special occasion and I was flying. Anyways, I was, <laughs> I chewed into a wine gum and then I felt something crunchy and I was like that's weird like I thought there was like a chip in my wine gum I'm like that's a really weird like thing to be in there and then like my tongue felt that like there was a sharp piece happening on my tooth and long story short I pulled out a filling so my week involved mouth pain so I'm yeah and it was funny like Alana just kept saying it feels like there's water dropping on my hands I was like, I don't know. That's, that's really weird. Like maybe you have nerve problems because our father had nerve problems. I'm like, maybe you have nerve problems like dad. Maybe we're both very like empathetic people. I'm like, maybe you're like just channeling like dad's pain because you know, we're coming up to those days. So um, moving forward. Yeah. that We had a really nice first night together. Um, the next day was really relaxing. Alana laid in the sun some more. And um, I spent the day napping and working. I, you know, would nap a bit, have a meeting, nap a bit. And then that night I did something that I don't normally do, but Alana somehow convinced me. And I think it's because I have this Amazon Prime show coming up, um, but we went shopping to the outlets. And also what's really special about this trip is so we always rent a car and it's always me driving and Alana was also the driver. So it was really nice to, to share the driving. And so Alana agreed to drive out to the outlets and we had like food court food and went into some shops and I ended up with some slippers <laughs> and some things, but um, yeah, like the first day was pretty, like first full day was pretty awesome. And do you have anything to add to that, Alana? 
No, it was a standard day. Like we standard day. <laughs> standard. Whatever standard means. We ate our Trader Joe's food. We just enjoyed it. It was a nice day. Yeah. And then the eighteenth came. And then the eighteenth came, which sorry, backing up to the night where we went shopping, I <laughs> again noticed the raindrops on my thing, my hands. I was like, it still feels like raindrops and it kind of start kind of hurts. But again, couldn't figure it out. So we wake up on the 18th. My hands look like they're chapped. Um, like a so, lobster. Like a lobster. But only the parts where it's like my index finger on both hands. It was like a symmetrical thing. Um, index finger and thumbs. And after talking with Blair, we realized, oh, it's actually from me holding my phone. So if you hold your phone with both hands, picturing, sorry, I'm doing it right now to mimic it. This, and I guess my case reflected extra that the sun really liked my hands as well as I'm on medication currently that makes me photosensitive. So it was a recipe for a disaster. Anyways, we wake up, my hands now hurt we go on a hike and so we go to a place where we we thought we've been before but we weren't quite sure so we went to the place the place was called Andreas Canyon and so Palm Springs is a desert but this little area was a mix of everything there was water there was greenery there were palm trees there were um rocks that made you look like you were in Jurassic Park it was a really cool experience um and a nice way to start the day of being sad um and then I can't really remember what happened the rest of the day because I was in so much pain <laughs> I think I went and bought pain meds or something yeah you walked to Walmart I think to buy pain meds yeah that hike was great it was Andreas Canyon in the Palm Canyons area uh, we both highly recommend it because we did the hike a few times it was gorgeous. Alana was in a lot of pain. I can't tell you what we what I did the rest of the day. I think we just relaxed by the pool. Like I have pictures of us sitting by the pool. So that's what I remember doing. Do you remember anything else from that day? What else did we do? Well, day? I can tell you that like this was the first anniversary of our father passing. And like grief is very lonely. And it's great that Alana and I were together. And it was really nice to the people, like the friends and family who did reach out, but it felt really, it felt really lonely. It felt really, really lonely. And I don't, I can't put my finger on it. And I think it's, you know, when someone dies, you're, you're held by your community when it, right after it happens, but that, that grip of being held fades away and everyone goes on with their life. And I'm not, you know, I don't need someone to like bring me meals all day and stuff, but um, this is just a, a PSA, like check in on those people who've lost people, whether it's a year ago or five years ago, especially if you know, like we were not hiding that it was the death anniversary of our dad or our mom. Like we were on grief week. So, you know, we made it very public. And so I don't know what I'm expecting or what I need, but I can tell you that it felt really lonely. And I, yeah, I felt really like isolating. Well, I also want to add Something I read in all of the grief readings I've read is to put the the death dates of people you care about um, like in your calendar. And Blair and I were talking about this because I actually, I have an unfortunate amount of friends who've lost important people in their lives. And 
I know all of their dates. And so they're ingrained in me and they're in my calendar. Um, and I make sure just to like, even like send a heart. Um, but you're right. It did feel lonely. And I do want to say just because we're like, we're, I'm not sorry if you're feeling uncomfortable with the grief that we experience and are talking about, that's something for you to work through. Everything, everyone is going to experience grief in, in their lives. And, um, it's a, it's a, it's a shitty feeling to feel, but we're all going to feel it. So learn how to deal with it. Like, sorry, you're uncomfortable, but that's a you problem. Yeah. Like it's an issue, not an ish me. Like, I mean, essentially it is an ish me if you can't support us, but if you've never experienced significant loss, um, you know, you might not know what to say or do. And like Alana said, just sending a heart, she means sending a heart emoji in a text. And some of the best messages I got were like, even just comments on the post I made, just showing that you're thinking of us, I think is, is enough. Like we don't need some parade or like, you know, grand gesture. Um, but it, I don't know. It's, it's interesting, right? Remember, this is sort of new for us. Like we, last year when we were mourning the one year anniversary of our mom, our dad died like right before then. So it's, it's, this is a really, really like interesting time in our lives, but yeah, that day it was interesting. I don't, I, we didn't really do much. We kept it pretty low key. Um, Alana walked to Walmart to get um, pain meds. She did some research um, and she used the word photosensitivity like probably 3 million times. Like if I was drinking, it would, <laughs> and I was taking shots every time she said it, I would be very drunk. <laughs> um, but the next day we had the photo shoot, right? Was that the photo shoot the next day? Yes, it was. Okay. So that was awesome. So we woke up and got ready and we went over, um, we drove to like a little community nearby and we got our hair and makeup done from two phenomenal ladies. They were awesome. Um, and you can check out their work in our social media posts. We tagged them. Um, and then we met up with uh, Melissa, our photographer in Joshua Tree, which was an hour from where we were staying. And what was really cool about this is we hired her through Flightographer, my um I heard about them at a wellness retreat many moons ago, maybe seven years ago, because Nicole, the owner, was there. And I thought it was such a cool concept about like when you're going somewhere, you can type in the location and they vet photographers and you can hire a photographer through them and for different lengths of time and different experiences. And right before the pandemic, we had a really beautiful photo shoot in Palm Springs with our mom. Thank God we did. And we used Flytographer and it was such a great experience. And so Alana and I were like, let's just do it again. And, um, you know, we, we need new marketing photos for this project, the Global Resilience Project anyways. So this is great. And oh my God, Melissa was our photographer and she was amazing. So first of all, Joshua Tree is phenomenal. Um, if you're ever in the area, like make sure you make it a stop. It was a long weekend. So it was busy, like super busy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was a really nice day. Like Alana and I had a lot of fun and the photos are great. Alana looks like a supermodel <laughs> in these photos. Sunglasses model to be specific. Well, I think a supermodel. Alana, the photographer, Melissa was amazing. And you're going to start seeing those photos roll out. Um, but that night we were both exhausted. We went for dinner actually. So oh yeah, right. A friend of mine, um, knowing that this was our, our grief week, actually sent us a gift card to a restaurant um, in Palm Springs. So we went there and it was fantastic. Best angel hair pasta I've ever had. Oh my God, wait. We walked in and we ran into a family member from Winnipeg. Shout right. out to Phyllis and Alvin. Like it was so nice to see our mom's cousins 
like they're, they're our cousins. We grew up with them and like, you know, they're around our, our parents' age. It was just so nice to run into family. And it's funny because like we were in Palm Springs <laughs> and we didn't really know they were there. Yeah. I mean, you could expect it because there's so many people on my flight on the way down that I recognized or knew. Um, but yeah. And then, so the dinner was fantastic. Thank you for the gift card. You know who you are. I'm not sure if you want a personal shout out, so I'm not going to, but I know you listen to this. Um, and then on the way home, um, we stopped at Target so I could buy a hat to protect myself from future photosensitivity. Because not only were her hands lobster red, but so was her schnoz. Which it still is today. Yeah. Like she, like, it's crazy. Cause we're, we are, we, we're people who love the sun. And so we know that usually we get a suntan and then maybe sometimes we get a burn, but we wake up the next day and it's a tan, but that's not happening for Alana, which is very like different, but um, yeah, her, her nose is on the mend. Her hands are on the mend, but yeah, we got a hat. So then the day after that, what did we do? I think we laid by the pool. I think it was like one of the only really nice days. Oh, okay. So we laid by the pool all day. Yeah. And then I think we went on a walk. We went, yeah, we did. Okay. So that day, there's nothing really big to report, but then we had our Disney day and that was fun. (laughs) That was a time. Okay. So (laughs) we're not going to like go too deep into it because like that's, we don't need to hear all the boring details, but we woke up, I woke up at five to do some work and we got in the car by six and we were at Disney by nine. That was a pretty long drive. Alana and I is hilarious. We had a hilarious time driving there. Um, sidebar, Alana loves, she can't not dance to songs she likes or sing. And that was really fun. But yeah, so Disney was awesome. Like, I'm so grateful I got to do that with you, Alana. Like, you know, it was hilarious. We had like, she, Alana like knew what's up. She got us our lightning lane passes and we made some reservations on the rides with the long lines. And we did the classics, like, It's a Small World and the Alice in Wonderland and Astro Blasters and walked around and ate snacks and went on a boat. And it was amazing. But Alana's big thing was you have to do Space Mountain. You have to. And us Kaplan sisters, like I've had brain injuries and Alana has like a vertigo thing going on. And Space Mountain, if you've ever been, is like a roller coaster, but it's kind of 3D. Well, that was amazing. But I I cried. It's in the dark, too. Yeah. It's like in the dark, like it lo- you look like you're in outer space, but like, basically I could, I just was screaming and I, I actually was like crying, like I'm not like sobbing, but water was coming out of my eyeballs. And uh, it took me, it took me in Atlanta some time to recover. Like I had to sit on a bench for like at least like 45 minutes. <laughs> like that was crazy. I almost barfed. I got off the ride and I almost fell over and some man grabbed me. <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, <laughs> I also hurt myself as I got off. The, the ride and still have a bruise on my leg from it so amazing it was a time yeah and also it wasn't really that warm and so we were underprepared well I was underprepared and I did bring our dead dead parent society shirt but I felt kind of weird wearing it around so many young kids being so happy I didn't want to be that bummer um and I don't I don't know why I just was like okay it was a great excuse to buy Disney merch so Lana, I got matching Mickey Mouse shirts and I bought these bright yellow uh, pants with Mickey Mouse embroidered. And what was hilarious about that is that every second person had this sweater on, like every second person. But I think out of the thousands and thousands and thousands of people that were there, I did not see anyone else wearing those yellow pants. And that was hilarious. Um, and Star Wars has that new section there. I think it's newish. And like we went on the last ride that we went on. <laughs> First of all, it started raining, but the last ride we went on was like very weird. Um, and it's called Smuggler's Run, I think. 
we're yeah maybe we were smuggling things but like it's like an interactive video game and we were with this like uh lady and child and they were the drivers like they were the pilots and alana and i were the gunners and basically it gave us the same the space mountain vibes of like wanting to barf and so i I looked over at alana and she was like hanging off her chair like just like her eyes were covered by her hand and like she was just pressing this button aggressively and like i was doing the same but less like less pitiful (laughs) But mind you, we, this wasn't like a roller coaster. Like this was one of those rides where like you're in a room and yeah, 4D. So like we weren't even moving, but I still thought yeah. I was. Well, we felt like we were moving because it was so realistic. Like it was a really cool ride. Like that was super neat. Like I'm grateful we had that experience. Again, it took time to recover. And then it started raining. And so we got in the car. Um, well, we did like the adventure back to the parking lot and we drove home. Um, and it did not take as long to get home. And it was a really big day. It was really amazing. Um, my one like regret, <laughs> regret is uh, I didn't get to meet Cinderella. I didn't actually see many characters. Um, the app, you can see where the characters are. And I know when we got there, Cinderella was somewhere, but by the end of the day, I was just like, my head hurt from like, just all the nauseousness. And there were so many people there. And I got to actually meet a bunch of like, in line, you meet people. And I met a lot of really, like, really cool little girls who were like turning five and four and it's their birthdays. And they went to the Bippity Boppity Boutique to get their princess buns done. And it was really cool to watch um, them experience Disney through their eyes, because I don't have kids. And I've never been there with a child. But yeah, I don't know. That was I was great. And uh, I never need to go in Space Mountain again. I just want to also to set the scene of the end of the day. So it was raining. And one thing you should know about Blair is when she's ready to leave, she's ready to leave. Um, So it was like we were gunning it from, well, no, first we had corn dogs. So we had corn dogs in the rain and then we gunned it the 20 minute journey back to the car um, in the rain. And because it doesn't typically rain in California, I don't think uh, the cement, whatever it is, is meant for it. So we were walking on like wet cobblestone, trying not to fall. So just picture that as we're leaving. Yeah. So, and then, yeah. So, and I drove home too. So I, I got a gold star that day. I got the gold star. And Alana, I made her stay awake the entire time. And she did. And I like was basically borderline a migraine, but we did it. We made it home. I didn't have to pull over and have a nap. The next day I was hung over, like hung over from the people and the Disney and the driving. And I was tired. I, I think I spent most of the next day in bed. Yeah, I, I to be honest, I can't even remember what we did that day. Yeah, I, I can tell you I slept all day in bed. I, I you know, I needed I needed a day to recover. You know, ever since the pandemic, like things are just different. Like I, I could be around people, but I need to recover. And like, there was a lot of people at Disney. Like there were so many people and like, it was very overstimulating and uh, I don't know, I just needed to recover. And also the drive was exhausting. Like, I, you know, it was like a whole travel day. Um, and then the day after Disney was like, truly, I think it was mom's remember. death anniversary. No, the day after the Disney day after. So two yeah. days after. Okay, so I don't know what we did for two days. <laughs> Maybe we laid by the pool. Well, Alana didn't. Alana, like, if she was by the pool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Alana tried to lie by the pool in the shade. It didn't work. She didn't tried to work. lie by the pool under, like, a, a towel in the shade with, like, all her clothes on. It didn't work. I kept telling her to put, like, socks on her hands. So, yeah, I think we had some more relaxing by the pool. Um, And then mom's anniversary, death day. It was really rainy. Um, yeah, it was, like, well, the morning. 
the morning we got up and we oh, went yeah. to Andreas Canyon again, which we renamed. Did we name it Orphans Canyon? Anyways, yes. we went into the same hike we did on the day Dad passed away. This time we actually brought our merch shirts to get some content. And um, I'm so glad we did. Like that was like such a beautiful hike. And it wasn't, it's the sun sort of came out. It wasn't really rainy. It started to spin at the end. So we started the day off really beautiful, like in nature. I'm really grateful for that. Like, I don't know. I feel like mom had a bit of a part in that. Sorry to interrupt. I remember we went to Lulu the night before that. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, so Lulu's this restaurant that reminds us of a cruise ship. Um, and we went there with mom. So we make we make sure to go there whenever we can. And it's a little, I don't know, I think inflation has kind of um, affected. The like we go there for the memories, not for like the food and the experience. Yeah, the food's fine. But inflation has definitely made its mark at Lulu. Yeah. Yeah. And so back, yeah. So we did Lulu. I found a shirt that I might be wearing on my TV show. I'm going to have to try some outfits on with it, which like, I hate shopping. So Alana was a trooper. Um, and yeah, mom's the anniversary of mom passing had a beautiful hike. We relaxed. I felt like we did some work on the global resilience project and, Oh, Alana wants to say something. Well, I went to target because when in doubt, when you're sad, go to target. Yeah. That was really important to get in. Right it was really important. <laughs> and then actually it was really nice. One of our mom's best friends, um, but it's a couple from Winnipeg. They were in Palm Springs and we actually met them for dinner. And it was really, really nice to be with them. And it was a beautiful way to end our trip and end, and, and um, you know, the second anniversary of our mother passing. You know, I, we have, I bought some new podcast equipment. I was trying to set up. I couldn't figure it out, but you know, I don't know. I felt like this, this anniversary for mom was just like with dad, like felt really lonely. Less, I heard from less people, um, people that I thought I would hear from who are related to us. <laughs> like, I, you know, it felt, it was a weird, it's weird. Death is weird. Grief is weird. But Alana and I had each other and I'm so grateful for you, Alana. Like, oh my God, what would we do without each other? Okay. So then the, the next, do you have anything to add about the second last day? Um, about... Well, I actually, it's interesting. I had a lot more people reach out to me um, on mom's mom's anniversary rather than dad's anniversary. And it's not like a comparing of the two, but um, again, a lot of people in my life who lost someone knows the day and, and messages me. And so it's kind of like we have like our little built-in dead parent society where we all know each other's death dates. That's it. Yeah. And then, yeah, the next day we left. So we cleaned the Airbnb. We got, took the garbage out. We made sure that we left it pretty spotless. We left some food in the fridge because that's what we usually do because like some of the stuff wasn't even open and we left some stuff on the counter. The instructions were very clear. Like don't strip the beds, don't wash the towels. Like, you know, don't you, they didn't even ask us to take the garbage out. No problem. So the only instruction, I, sorry oh. to interrupt. The only instruction was lock the windows and doors. Yeah. So Alana and I um, followed the instructions, um, went to the airport, dropped off the car. We both got on our planes. Mine was late. <laughs> my, you know, my adventure home was ridiculous. Um, you know, I went from Palm Springs to Calgary, Calgary to Kamloops, and um, my flight, flight was delayed about an hour. And so the airline thought I was going to miss my connection, which I didn't. When I landed, I got to my gate for my Calgary to Kamloops. 
they weren't even boarding yet. And then eventually um, we were boarding and I got there and they said, oh, you've been pulled off this plane. And so they uh, made the decision to pull me and this other guy off. They thought we'd make miss our connection, but we didn't. So instead of getting on a 6 p.m. flight, we had to wait till like 1230 in the morning. Um, it was a ridiculous wait, waiting in line. Like WestJet shouldn't have done that. It was they, you know, it was just chaos. But, you know, we had it pretty good. Some Like there was a flight to Regina canceled and like no one could get on a flight till like March 2nd or 3rd. So that was bananas. But I made some line friends and had some dinner with my new line friends. And now I meet, you know, have a Kamloops friend. But yeah, like it was crazy. So then we get finally get home and I we land in the airport and my luggage did not come out. My luggage did not come out and I, my heart sank. I'm like, of course, like, I, I mean, like, I know I expect it to happen. But really what happened was that plane I got pulled off of, my luggage made it on. So my luggage, my luggage got home when I, then the reason they pulled me off and couldn't put me back on was because I have to travel with my luggage. So silly WestJet, silly, silly WestJet. Yeah, I made it home super late. I'm still recovering from that. I didn't get home till after 2 a.m. And yeah, um, and so, and this weekend I've just kind of been resting and starting to do some prep for my trip to Nashville and getting some ducks in a row with my business. Um, and Alana, how was your journey home? Um, you know, typical winter also had some delays, although I'm not really sure what my delays were for. So instead of getting back at midnight, I got back at like 2.30. So I'm also still recovering, Um, but it was pretty uneventful. I went to the lounge. I'm one of those people who's like, I'm not bougie in life, but when it comes to travel, because it makes me so anxious, I try to be as bougie as I can. So I hung out in the lounge, had some corn and rice because that's what I was craving of what they had. And meatloaf I don't know it was weird it was it was fine um but then but then this is so this is like how the trip ended so yesterday I I had to get my hair my hair trimmed and I was getting like messages and texts from Alana I'm like I'm busy and so then I like then she sends me a screenshot and I'm gonna let you tell this story so I get a notification from Airbnb and the owners essentially say we they ruled that they're requesting money from us because um there were stains on the bed which i'm fairly certain were not mine but they look like what the stains look like is you know when you have white sheets and people sweat and it's people sweat repeatedly that's what it looked like and then there was like a little bit of chocolate i think on another i don't know and then so there was pictures of that and then also um saying that we left garbage everywhere and with the pictures and the pictures were five cans of empty bubbly beside the sink and whatever was in the fridge in a garbage bag and that's it and so that's what they that's what they requested from us and it was a little ridiculous I've never been requested money also they were saying that we left it a mess but like we we didn't and we paid for cleaners, so it shouldn't really matter if we did. There yeah, we did were- not leave it a mess. And I, I even double checked out, like, I'm like, Alana, what does it say? We even took out bags and bags of garbage. So, I mean, like, I, I'm not going to throw this this couple under the bus, but um, if you're going to rent a house in Palm Springs, you should maybe run it by us and we'll tell you if you should or shouldn't. But it was really ridiculous, like, because they said that they washed the sheets with bleach and this and that, and they couldn't get the stains out. And the stains that, like, they're they're claiming they couldn't get out like weren't from us 
it was very clear and they they were just like we use 300 million thread count made of unicorn tears blah blah, blah. anyways long story short that was like really like shitty way to end the so trip I, just, I told Alana to fight it she's just like I'll just pay it but like yeah we made the decision no more Airbnbs for grief week and so just so you know I love traveling but like my least like this is such a privileged thing to say and I, I feel kind of like an idiot but like i used to not like cruises like I'd rather not go on vacation than go on a cruise and like when we would go on family cruises my mom would like have to pay for me because like I'm like I'm not coming I'm not spending my money on a cruise like that's stupid um and like since then I've become sober and like my life is different I'm basically a golden girl and so um Alana and I were just texting yesterday um yesterday like when we got the the notice from the Airbnb and I'm like we're just talking about like, no, we don't really need an Airbnb anymore. Like we don't really cook much. We order food. We go out, we, you know, like it's less, it's less of a fucking hassle to mm -hmm. have a hotel. And so, so I, we, I just should say maybe on day four, day five of grief week, Blair made a comment about maybe being open to the consideration of a cruise again. And when she said that it, burned inside my brain because I know Blair does not like cruises like yeah, but you know I, what I've decided that like I want to be on a vacation and I want to be taken care of yeah so I was looking at cruises ever since I got back and after this hassle yesterday we booked a cruise <laughs> and we are each getting our own room which is something we've never done before and we're each getting a balcony, which is something we've never done before on a cruise. Yeah. So Grief Week 2024 is going to be an Eastern Caribbean cruise. Um, that sounds interesting to you and you want to join the Grief Week cruise um, and you know us or you want, to, you, you want to know us. We can tell you where it is and you can book yourself on that cruise. But, um, you know, our mom loved cruising. Alana loved cruising loves cruising and so this is a good way to honor mom and like let's just like also back up like we wanted to be hot and sad and like the palm springs weather like it was at one point snowing in joshua tree not while we were there like it was cold like it was like seven degrees like we had the heat cranked and so we know on a caribbean cruise that we're going to get at least some better weather um and you know because my goal in life isn't to like party and get drunk and meet as many people and i just want to relax and be warm and like i'm a bit more chill um, you know, I'm, I'm open to having this experience and it's great that I have my own room and Alana and I are next to each other and we have balconies. So I have my own space to go and be sad or have my downtime and we have, we're close together and, you know, the cruise ship offers this whole experience. And so, you know, grief week, 2024, maybe this is a scouting trip. Maybe if this goes well, we plan like grief cruises. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Listeners out there, do you want to go on a grief cruise? Like if you're feeling sad and you want like a five days of happiness and like, support from other grievers maybe we just like look maybe this is a research trip maybe find anyway, us in the yeah. hydrotherapy spa because we have spa rooms which means we have access to the saunas and stuff yeah so find us i feel there. like this was the last this ship was like something similar was the last ship we were on with mom yeah this is like a new version but we were in like a spa room yeah. inside with mom last time so yeah, so Grief Week 2023, I mean, like we didn't really have any expectations. And so I guess like it was great, <laughs> but yeah. sad and, you know, we survived it. And now we have Grief Week 2024 in the books, which means, you know, next year we're going to be warm and sad in the Caribbean. Um, and what the other bonus of cruise ships are is like, they're going to come clean our room every day. Like we don't have to cook. There's food. We don't have to think everything is done for us. 
we don't, you know, I think it's going to be really good because there's going to be like a lot of us just having to show up and exist, which is basically what we should be doing. So that's, that was grief week. Like, you know, it wasn't as hot as we wanted it, but it was fun. We went to Disney. That was cool. Uh, we did some hikes. We walked around the area. The hosts were cuckoo, like cuckoo. <laughs> and yeah, we got to spend some time together. So, you know, if you, I've shared what we were doing um, with a lot of people, I mean, including all of you listening. And, you know, I've gotten some feedback, like, that's great that you have a ritual around grief. It's really great that you have this beautiful, you know, ritual. I had friends texting, how's your mourncation? How's your griefcation? Um, or how's your grief vacation? And so, you know, maybe that's a great way for you to honor someone you love that's lost is creating a ritual around it. And so Alana and I have grief week, which is spring break for grievers. We invite you to steal that not trademark it or anything, but if you want to have your own grief week, it doesn't have to be multiple losses. It can just be one. It doesn't have to be a full week, but you know, we invite you to create a ritual around that. Alana, any parting thoughts? No, I think you've covered it all. Amazing. Well, thank you to everyone who tuned in to this episode of Radical Resilience. Remember, it is okay to not be okay. You are resilient. Life is going to get really hard. Let us be the lighthouse in the storm or the light at the end of the tunnel. And I think my sister's be real just went off while we're recording this. I knew it. Totally did. And, yeah. And just know that you're not alone. You have us, you have the global resilience community. Um, our book is open for applications right now. If you're interested in being a part of it, go to the global resilience project.com. Click the link in the bio. We're accepting 125 stories to be in the next book, which is going to be out in late 2023. And just remember you are resilient. That's a wrap for another episode of radical resilience. Do you feel inspired by this episode? You can subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast player and connect with us to join the conversation at IamResilient.info. Remember, it's okay to not be okay. And you, my friend, are resilient. Radical Resilience is a podcast created by The Resilience Project.